everyone. This is Aya Podcast. This is your host, Sophie. And your co-host, Davina. We are here today on episode three. We're going to be talking about relationships. There of and lack of thereof. <laughs> oh, thanks for the call out. So, so funny enough, though, it was Sophie who suggested talking about uh, relationships. Uh, I guess like talking about our experiences of what we've been through. All I can tell you, though, is I've been through like one and a half. And that's all I really <laughs> been Like, I mean, I've only had two boyfriends and I got married to one of them. So, like, I'm pretty vanilla. Like, I didn't have much going on. To be honest, though, I did have a lot of crushes. Like, I crushed on a lot of guys in, like, middle school and high school. But I never really, like, dated or, like, got to, like, you know, got to date or get to go around and get to know people and stuff like that. I just dated one person or one one main person because I had one other boyfriend in um, high school. And then that was it. So, so but that's my rap sheet. regret that? Regret not dating more people? No, yeah. I don't. I don't regret that, but that's also because growing up, I definitely was with the with that whole Disney mindset and looking for the one and finding my soulmates. BS, you know. So I got warped into all of that. Um, having my first boyfriend kind of kicked me out of reality, like kicked me into reality to um, to come out of it and say, okay, like that's not not everything is happily ever after kind of deal. But then dating my now husband, we went through a lot. We actually broke up um, and then we got back together. We've had our issues that we've um, worked and overcame. So we worked on and overcome together and we are now, you know, and we're happily married. We're about to hit three years later this year, actually. Uh, Time flies so fast. Uh, But we've been friends for about 15 plus years now. So like we've known each other about 15 plus years now. So it's been really cool. I don't regret um, not dating around, I think, because I don't know, like when when I started dating my now husband, it was definitely really funny just how everything started Um, because we're just both two awkward kids that had different ideals when it came to relationships and dating. So we were a little bit clueless on a couple of things, but overall, no, I mean, I mean, that's. Yeah, but that's that's kind of my rap sheet. I literally only have two relationships. I consider it one and a half because my first boyfriend, it wasn't really like we never officially stated it. Like all of our friends knew and we were holding hands and stuff in the hallways kind of thing. But like my parents never knew or at least didn't learn until after we broke up. Uh, and it only lasted for maybe a month, month and a half. At least it was it was it wasn't that long. And the guy turned out to be um, the type that wanted to uh, see how many girls he can date during his time uh, in high school, I I believe, if I can recall what some people said about him. And which I found really funny because later, one of the years later, he actually, during one of our band trips, he asked three different girls out on the same band trip. And all of them said no. And that made me kind of realize, like, what? was he thinking like what was his goal like i'm assuming it was because he wanted a girlfriend but dang he shot he shoot his shot and missed all of them (laughs) so so it's kind of like the whole like did he really like any of them or was he just dating around just to say he was trying to date people you know so it was um it was really interesting but yeah no i have a very short list 
Now, see, here's the thing no. is that a lot of people will look at me and think that, oh, my goodness, you're in such a like a great and healthy relationship. You've been a long term relationship. And that means you must know a lot about dating and stuff. Here's the thing. I don't know anything about dating. I can tell you how to stay in a relationship and make it last. I can tell you how to uh, discover each other's love language and learn how to work with each other and learn to compromise and learn to embrace one another. But I can't tell you how to pick up a girl or a guy. I can't tell you <laughs> how to go and date somebody and how a first date should go or a second date should go. Um, apparently, some people like to wait to have sex on the third date. I don't know the rules. That's what I've heard. So like, so to get into the dating scene, I don't have anything I can really tell you. All I can tell you is to like really be yourself. But I think a lot of people are a little bit afraid to show their true selves um, or they, what they think is their true selves. Because that's the other thing is that it's one thing to go into a relationship and being yourself. But it's another to also be honest with yourself um, when going in. And I think that's the other big side about being in a relationship is to be ready to be vulnerable. The other thing also to be ready for when you're going into a relationship is don't fall head over heels for someone so quickly because you're going to fall that much faster. And I should know because I actually, one of my biggest crushes in middle school, that's exactly what happened to me, was I remember falling or I was falling in love with one of my friends at the time. I was like, heads over heels for him. I was super crushing on him. I wasn't the only one about like 40 other girls in the class in the, in our class grade was crushing on him. Turns out he was gay and he's actually happily married, happily married to his husband right now. So <laughs> all of us were wrong, but he was really, you know, he was just a really sweet guy at the time. And, you know, all of us really had a crush on him and he dated one girl at the time. And then when she, left him slash cheated on him or whatever everyone was devastated for him and was like she you know she didn't deserve you and da, 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 and stuff like that you'll find someone better i mean and he did and his husband is really sweet but yeah no i don't i i don't know what to like really say about relationship relationships because like i said i've only did a one guy and that one guy was kind of really interesting here here's the stupid part though here's the stupid part is that my first boyfriend in high school the <laughs> I feel so bad for saying this out loud right now. The only reason why I dated him is because he currently reminded me or like looks like or had similar features to my now husband. You're kidding. No, nah, I'm not kidding. So, but lit literally it's almost a shallow base thing. Okay. So what happened was he, so my husband and I, we've actually known each other since middle school. And I actually did have a really big crush on my husband back then, but because we didn't really run in the same circles besides band, we, you know, we didn't know, know that we had a crush on each other. But in high school, he moved away. He went to a different, he went to moved out of state. Uh, so at the time I was going into high school, it was my freshman year. I joined band. Here was the thing that my, hu my husband, my now husband, when he was in middle school, he played the trombone. There was a guy in the trombone section, right? My husband had, uh, you know, like back then they had like the emo bowl cut hair with black hair and everything, right? Yeah. My ex-boyfriend had black hair and I was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm attracted to you. But I think deep down, deep, deep down, it's because he can't, he looks similar to my now husband. <laughs> so that's why I feel really bad, like looking back at it, because when everything happened, I felt, you know, I really liked the guy and all that stuff. He was really funny, things like that. 
a lot of things that were reflective of the things that I liked about my now husband. But then, of course, because it was my first boyfriend, I was, you know, very clingy. I was super needy. I called him all the time kind of thing. You know, basic, uh, you know, basic beginner new girlfriend stuff. And uh, and then he broke it off with me. And then after that, I hated him for the rest of high school years. Uh, but it wasn't until I started reflecting and then my now husband and I started talking to each other back in high school is when I realized that I think the reason why I dated this guy was because he he kind of reminded me of my now husband, which I think is really funny. Now, don't no, don't get me wrong. If you compare them, I'm biased. My husband is way more handsome than my previous ex-boyfriend will ever be. I just know that probably at the time, just because I was I was really kind of like missing him. And it turns out he was a black haired kid that played the trombone. That made me laugh. It's like the only reason why I dated this guy. So that's, <laughs> so that's kind of where, um, my relationships kind of, that, that kind of went in a way. I only dated one other guy and then, and then later, uh, my now husband and I started dating. And it was actually really funny how we found out that we liked each other though. Because, and I kid you not, I do remember the date that all of this happened because I was a weirdo that way and I liked, I liked remembering dates because dates were significant to me at the time. But it was July 7th of 2007. That was a while ago. Because this was the summer that, uh, my husband Eric was able to come and visit. Half of it was to hang out with his family and the other half was to see me. So we got a chance to reunite and hang out. And it was kind of cute because, kind of cute, but kind of like, really annoying because we wanted to meet up and there used to be this old arcade that we went to. Remember when Great by Mills had that arcade? I was so upset that they got rid of that. I know, right? So that was the arcade that we went to hang out at when he came back into town. Granted, it was kind of fun because at first it was supposed to be kind of like, a, oh, we're hanging out and we're going to hang out together. But my sister third wheeled us. So she was hanging out with us. and But it was like during that arcade hangout that we kind of like were really excited to see each other again we haven't seen each other in a long time and during that whole week while he was there we try to hang out with each other every day or every other day and that's when we started realizing because none of us neither of us really said that we liked each other but you know how you do like the cute things like you kind of bump arms together or you hold hands or you stand really close to each other, stuff like that. Finally, we shared our first kiss and I was like so excited and everything. Uh, and then he went home, I went home and I was so excited over this. Well, yeah, our first kiss together. But then I realized that he never asked me to be his girlfriend. And so I felt a little weird about that. So I, <laughs> I called him up the next day and I said, Oh, I'm, I'm glad that we liked each other. He's like, yeah, me too. And I said, so are you going to ask me? He's like, ask me, ask you what? Ask you what? I said, are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend? He said, oh, I thought me kissing you made you my girlfriend. And I could, I was like, you're supposed to ask me because like, again, because back then I had a different, uh, ideal about, <laughs> about relationships and dating. And again, I was, I guess his first serious, well, I can't say first serious girlfriend, but like first long-term girlfriend he had. So it was just really, <laughs> it was really funny how we kind of ended up dating the first time around. So we dated a little bit in high school. Uh, it was definitely that whole like first love, first high uh, kind of deal. 
Um, we talked a lot every day. We um, this is back during the MySpace era, so we messaged each other in MySpace and all that stuff. And uh, we were together for almost a year, uh, and then we broke up due to uh, other like complications and then um, long distance mainly because he was still out of state at the time. But at the end of my high school years, we got in contact again and mess- started messaging each other, and that's when we realized that our feelings for each other never changed. Like, we still really liked each other. So when that happened, uh, it turned out that Eric's family was moving back to Texas. So it was kind of like, oh, like some people would be like, oh, it's fate and all that stuff. And I think that was a really cool thing. Of course, though, when he did come back, though, he definitely had to jump through a lot of hoops and hurdles with my family. Because, of course, when we broke up, they knew him as the person who broke up with me. And I feel really bad, but the story that I twisted back then was that uh, I twisted that he cheated on me. And that was the thing was that I tried confronting him when we broke up because he broke up with me. And for some reason, I wouldn't accept the fact that he would broke up with me unless it's something like really, really heinous, such as cheating. So he kind of rolled with it. He was like, yeah, I cheated on you. And he like rolled with it. So I didn't even think much to it because I, hang on, he made a face. What? What? <laughs> He's gonna kill me. What? What do you mean don't lie? Okay. Recap because Eric wants to put the record straight is that he lied to me saying that he cheated. So because of that, <laughs> I believe that he cheated. And because of that, I revealed that to my family that I was dating him, but then he cheated on me. So in everybody's oh eyes, he was the cheater. However, when he decided to get back in my life, everybody, of course, in my family was well, mean As well, mean well, and basically said, you know, it's not a good idea. You shouldn't go back with your ex. He cheated on you. Da, 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 da. So it was like a very, very long time for me to try to change their minds and remind them and let them know, like, it's actually a lie. We kind of lied about that. He lied about that, guys. And so they were like, oh, so he's a liar then. It's not any better. So I was just like, oh, God, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but overall, like, we... um definitely after that he definitely had to jump through a lot more hoops and hurdles when it came to my family uh trying to get on their good side and their better side proving them and showing them that he is worth it and that he is willing to work and be the person for me and uh, wanted to be with me so and after that they gained a lot of respect he gained a lot of respect from my family to be able to do what he did and bounce back for the way that he did um also, it didn't help, though, that when we did get back together, I kept our relationship a secret for maybe a year or two because some reason I thought that was a good idea. Maybe it was because my cousin also had a secret relationship at the time, too. So I was like, oh, both of us are akin. Like, we both can have a secret relationship and, like, no one would know except all the cousins, but not the, rel- like, not the, grand- you know, not the, uh, the adults would know kind of thing. But, uh, secret was out because, Facebook reset itself um, and showed my relationship status and my parents found out. So that's how they found out. But they decided not to approach it in like a mean, angry way, because at this point I was already in college when they tried to talk to me about it. So they were like, OK, um, you know, you're old enough now and you're going to make your own decisions and stuff. Da, 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 da. But if you're going to date him, we expect him to like come and spend time with the family and be around so we can get to know him and stuff like that. So ever since then, my um, ever since then, Eric would always come over and hang out with the family and go to church with us and get to know the family, things like that. And I think he's now one of the favorite son-in-laws in my family. <laughs> 
Isn't he the only one? No, he's not. Well, he's the he's only not. one in my family, but like... It, okay, I was about to say, um, do you have another sister I don't know about? No, but my cousins are pretty much close enough as sisters that we all kind of relate to each other. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's the only son-in-law in my direct family, but he's, I think, the favorite son-in-law for my aunt and uncle too, even though they're all related. But yeah, it's um, it was just really interesting, I think, for me because, again, I only dated two guys in my time uh whereas my husband dated like six girls one of them included me so Ooh, she got a number count oh uh, no we we sat down and talked about it we talked about you know our exes and stuff like that and i always laugh because one of the things that my husband would always mention is when he was younger when he was like nine ten years old an aunt one of his aunts looked at him Pull, pinch his cheek and said, oh my goodness, you're going to be a little heartbreaker, aren't you? And, and of course, nine, ten-year-old Eric is like, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah, I know. Out of all five, six of his relationships, he broke at least 80% of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but oh, but overall, it was very interesting to see how he dated or who he dated, too, um, was obviously very different from mine because... I, when I dated, even though it's only two guys, you can tell like I had a type. But with his girl ex girlfriends, I don't think it's per se that he had a type. It was, um, it was more like, uh, well, for them, it's more like they, they all had like a common interest when they met. So like that's how they started dating over like a common interest. So that, so that's how his went. But yeah, no, mine's pretty simple. Uh, Definitely, if you're in a relationship, make sure you always put 100% into it, but don't forget to put 100% in yourself as well and take care of yourself. And talk it out with your significant other if you need to work things out, because communication is key. That is something that, you know, my husband and I learned the the second time around, you know, because the first time around it was long distance and there was a lot of stuff going on and he had a lot of family drama on his side. So it was very difficult to keep open communication at the time. But the second time around when we started dating, that's when we said, okay, we're going to open up. We're going to talk to each other. We're going to tell each other what we want and move forward from there. So we tried not to do the whole guessing game or try to read each other's minds kind of things. And we try to be, we try to be more open than that. So, so yeah. That's my relationship experience. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I was trying to think about like relationship wise. It's like I honestly have. I don't think I've ever had a long term relationship just because. Um, and this goes back to being from divorced parents, too. And I never really give a, given a thought about it until like probably the last three or four years. Um, and I feel like coming from divorced parents it mentally and mentally affected me more than I thought it would. Um, part of that is because grew up with my grandparents, of course, um, saw my mom, what she had to go through. Um, and I don't have that interest. Like I can, I provide for myself. I'm pretty much independent. I can depend on myself. I don't need to, like it's hard because the way i see a relationship is pretty much like i can't already do everything that i can for myself why do i need to bring someone in my life to 
to change up the routine, I guess, would be a good way to put it. So that's how I see relationship. Like, I did it on and off. Um, I had a couple dates here and there. I met some guys and stuff like that. But never, like, had a serious relationship just because it's, like, partially it's probably because I don't open up to a lot of people. Um, for guys, it's harder for me to open up to versus um like Davina um when I met you it was just like it you just have that open vibe to where I can talk to you but for some reason with guys I can't fully open up to them I can get probably like a third way there and then something just happens and I start closing up and I distant myself I start being more reserved um so I have that problem with and I know, and the way I see it, it's just like I'm running away from it. Is it this um, like a sign or a fear of um, commitment? Like you're afraid yeah. of being vulnerable around someone else? Oh, Cause, yeah. Because, yeah. Like, I think this is, I actually, the funny thing is that, it's not funny, it's kind of sad now that I'm looking back on it, but um, until I met you and you introduced me to the current group of friends that we have right now, I was actually recovering from the second group of friends that I had. And I, when I, and you mentioned this too, it's like, when I make friends, they become family. And I give so much to the relationship that once you feel like, once I feel like I get, I'm used, I feel betrayed. And you guys are probably the third group of friends that I had. And I was perfectly fine with not having friends at all. Because I was just tired. I was tired. I put so much energy into it. Um, and then the friends that I do have that um, that I was close to, they were out of state. So I was okay with flying out of state um, to visit them like twice a year. Um, but it's hard for me to put trust in people and the reason for that is because I grew up like by myself raised by my grandparents by myself even though I had my cousins it's not like stuff that I could talk about to my aunts and uncles or my cousins kind of deal um cause, so there is that so I think that had like the divorce had a bigger effect on me than uh, I thought it did and the fear of commitment is a real thing like it it's scary and i want to say that i want to put that aside and i've tried it doesn't work and i i got to the point where i was just like i'm perfectly happy the way i am like if it happens someday it will happen if it doesn't i'm completely fine with it like i come to term i officially came to terms of it um but because it's not something that i feel like it's a need in life right now and I know people say like, oh, once you meet the person, you'll feel differently. And I was just like, okay, like I'm being open-minded, don't really care about it. Not really like actively looking per se, but like I'll be open and talk to you guys or whatnot. So there's that. Yeah, I think when some people do that, they, you know, you don't have to be actively searching, but like don't miss the opportunity when it's present. I think it's something... Uh, big to remember but also remember like if you're not ready and if you want to spend time for yourself and experience yourself plus sometimes you might want to be single you know and enjoy the single life forever and it's fine like i don't think 
people really give credit to women who want to stay single, like as much as men wanting to stay single, you know? Well, and then, okay, so to get on the topic of that, and because the last episode you uh, mentioned uh, arranged marriages, the funny thing is that we say that now, and then it's like, I, of course, Asian grandma, every single Asian family has someone in their family that arrange people to meet each other. And in my family, it's my grandmother. So she has tried so many times to be like, oh, and for some reason, it always happens. Like during like school, when you're in like middle high school and college, you're like, oh, don't date boys. Um, focus on your studies and stuff like that. All of a sudden, I graduated and my grandma's like, when are you getting married? You told me not to date in college. So... How am I going to get married? So Exactly. Was, yeah, so there was that. And I remember this because it freaking cracked me up. I would visit home and they're always... Because my cousin has... My... Uh, yeah, my younger cousin has a boyfriend. And, like, she's dated around ever since she was in um, high school. Probably middle school. Middle slash high school. So she... Well, we've met a couple of their boyfriends. Her boyfriends. Um, and... She's like fully committed to this guy right now. So, and she brings her home for like family dinners or like family celebration, like Chinese New Year and stuff like that. So now I'm getting pushed because now it's my generation's turn to get married, um, like start getting married. Uh, cause the, my last, the last generation, almost all of them, but one is married. And that's because that uncle, I'm actually older than that uncle. Um, so it's our turn and we're getting all this pressure now. And it wasn't as bad. The pressure wasn't as bad now compared to in the beginning. Mainly because in the beginning, my grandma was like, oh, it's time for you to get married. And I'm like sitting here and thinking, I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to actually look for someone because I want to get married and I want my grandparents to be alive by the time I get married. Like I want them to be there and present and sit in the seats at my wedding because they raised me. I want them to at least enjoy that. So that started putting pressure on me. And then finally I came to terms of it. I was just like, well, it's not something I can rush. I won't be happy about it. So I put that on the back burner and whatnot. And fast forward to like, that was when I was like 23. Fast forward when I was not even 25 yet. Um, so two years, um, but actually not even two years, like a year. I hear back and my grandma loves to talk like every other Asian grandparents out there. They love to talk. And she was talking to my aunt that I was pretty close to. She was telling my aunt like, oh, Sophie's almost 30 and she's not, she doesn't even have a boyfriend yet. I'm worried about her, blah, 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 blah. And stuff like that. So, and then it's like, I go home, my aunt tells me what's going on. And I was just like, but I'm not even 25 yet. She's telling, she's already telling my aunts and uncles that I'm almost 30 and I'm over here. Like I haven't even hit the midway point yet. And you're telling my aunts and uncles that I'm 30. Um, so there's that. And then I flew home. I remember this year, this exact year, because I was planning on a surprise trip to go visit New York and visit my grandparents. Cause when I, when I was going to be home, it was going to be my grandma's birthday the new calendar birthday which doesn't follow the lunar new year and i wanted to have family dinner with um the family and i was going to treat her so 
of course, you have to tell grandparents about this because if not, she'll make X amount of plans and you won't be able to get her. So, because normally when I fly home, I don't tell them, I just surprise them. Um, but this time I actually end up telling her. She's like, oh, okay. Um, and this is after, well, I had to bring it up with well, her. Just, okay. What was that? Well, oh, wait for it. I had to bring it up with her because she started, um, like a couple of days before that, she started asking me for pictures of myself and she actually we were on the phone and she was just like so my friend has this boy and he's that's very a great rich. way to start it oh, wait. he he's very his family is very rich they're over in china right now and they're thinking about opening up the business in the u.s i looked at my grandma i was like are you trying to sell me off right now and she's like no 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 but you'll be set for life like, that was the major thing she kept saying. You'll be set oh, for life. okay. You can get a new car. You can get a new house. I was just like, I'm not interested in that, though. And Did you hate it where it's like, ooh, stability is know, nice, right? but well, healthy so, relationship that I want to be in is well, also nice. And then I, I told her, I was like, Ugh. I was thinking about it, and I was just like, what does he look like, first off? So she sends me a picture, dude. This dude was a string bean. Like I feel like I look at I looked at the picture. I was like, dude, I don't even. Ha- I feel like if I touched him, he'll break. Hey he man, str- hey man. Even spaghetti needs a little bit of meatball. Oh God, God, Davina. This is what oh happens when I'm on TikTok too long. Yeah. So and then so finally, like this was going on. And then I decided to tell her I shouldn't have told her. I should have seen the red flags right there. But I told her, like, hey, I will be flying in this day. Um, I'll be flying in for so-and-so's birthday because it's their first birthday, I think. And um, that's I'm going to extend a couple days because I know your birthday, the new calendar birthday is coming up. So I want to have dinner before I fly out. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And, <laughs> and then... Um, I flew home after my cousin's birthday, my little cousin, baby cousin's birthday. Um, I was actually going to, because in New York, there's like five different boroughs. And I was in Staten Island and not, and my grandparents are out in Brooklyn, right? I was going to stay the night because it was already so late and I was helping with cleanup and stuff like that. That I was going to stay another night at my uncle's before I go back to Brooklyn to be with my grandparents. And... My grandma was pissed. She's like, well, you promised me dinner. And I was just like, well, we can do, we're still doing dinner. It's like, I'm coming back during the day. It's not like I'm not coming home for dinner. And she was just like, no, I want you here now. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to tell your mom to go pick you up. Blah, 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 blah. And she was pissed. So I was just like, red flags, first off. Major red flags. And then I called. Angie grandma. Oh, yeah. Angie grandma. And then my mom calls me and she's pissed too. She's like, you know, you have dinner with so-and-so. And I was just like, I do. And she's like, you didn't know? I was like, no, I didn't know. She's like, well, grandma said you knew. And I was just like, I turned that down. I told grandma I wasn't interested. I'm not going. And I was just like, well, 
your grandma's throwing a fit right now so i'm on my way to pick you up and she was pissed with me because i didn't ride home with one of my uncles and the for those that don't know like driving to staten island you their toes over there are totally different from the toes in texas they're like 10 or 15 dollars compared to texas being like two or three dollars depending on the area you're at so she was pissed and i was just like i was i was pissed like you think my grandma and my mom was pissed i was pissed to the point where i was ready to cry that's so crazy. My, yeah so my mom came and picked me up and then fast forward the next day um the dinner like originally it was supposed to be she so my grandma lied to me she said oh your cousin vicky's gonna be there uh your uncle's gonna be there it's gonna be like a family thing kind of deal so that's what i was thinking but this was before like after finding out that my grandma's setting me up so what it turned out to be it was going it was my grandma me my grandpa my grand aunt from my grandpa's side was there the youngest one my grandma's friend that was introducing the son not her son but the friend's son the mother of that son the father of the son and then there was like two friends of theirs and it was like half business talk right so i get to dinner i'm pissed i like i'm ready to cry like i'm sitting there i'm ready to cry because i was pissed and the the drunk i'm gonna call him the drunk uncle that was the um their friend the son's parent friend or whatnot i'm gonna, I'm gonna call him drunk uncle because this drunk uncle is just okay. like oh meet your future daughter-in-law and i'm looking around the damn room and i was like who and he's just talking to me he's like oh you probably don't understand what i'm saying i was just like no i i understand i was raised by my grandparents i understand what you're saying and i was just yes and then so awkward. Uh, I, it was so awkward i was ready to cry and I, I actually think i ended up crying um i walked out of the room and i called um my best friend and i just started crying um and then my grand aunt finally kind of catches on to like my how pissed i was and she asked me she's like did you know about this that they were doing this I was like, no, I was tricked into it. And she's like, oh, and my grandma knows English. So she was talking to me in English and she's like, oh, and then my gra grandma started trying to say, it's like, okay, you guys need to stop. Like, she didn't know about this at all. Like, she was trying to stop uh, the making fun of stuff. And then my grandma, like, they started asking me stuff. And then my grandma's underneath the table. She's pinching my thigh. What? Yikes. Yo. I was so pissed. And then finally, um, one of the lady that introduced the friend, that lady friend started to introduce that made this entire thing happen. Um, she's like, Oh, why don't you get a picture with, um, your future, uh, in laws? And I was just like, Who? Who that are you is talking so about? so awkward, yo. That I, so I walked into that. And then, of course, I had to get, get up because my grandma's pinch started to get harder. And they're like, they're like, Oh, you have to save face. You have to, I, I don't know what, the, how the saying goes. It's like saving face or whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like basically you have to, to save face. They want to, because they, they want an image. They have an image in mind, you know, they have an image to uphold. So yeah, no, I, I, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. So it was that. And my grandma's like fucking clawing me with her nails under the thing for me to get up to get pictures. And I was his 
So after the dinner, I remember I walked. I was the first one out because I was so pissed. And then I got in the car, didn't talk to my grandma because, of course, my uncle came to pick us up. And we got home. And I told my grandma, I was just like, don't you ever. And I never cursed in front of my grandma, but I told her, it's like, don't you ever fucking do that again. That was the most uncomfortable thing that you have ever put me through. And if you ever think of doing that again, I'm never coming home. And I will never talk to you again. And that's when it stopped. Goodness. Stop mentioning it. She still nags. She still nags about it, but she stopped. Stopped, like, mentioning, like, arranged marriages and stuff like that. But, so I never heard about that again. But it was funny because fast forward two months later, she called me. She's like, oh, well... I heard a friend that said that um, you can date online. Have you tried online dating before? I was just like, I'm hearing this from my almost 60-year-old grandma. What the hell is wrong with me? You're like, goodness. Yeah. Stop. So I was just like, (laughs) I don't, it's funny because it's like the more and more I think about it, it's like, I'm okay being by myself. It's like, it's weird to say, but it was just like, it's marriage isn't appealing to me like some it'll work for most people but it's not appealing to me like and it's probably i don't know if it has to do with coming from divorced parents or if i'm afraid of commitment or not but it's just not appealing right and that's fine because you know it could be part of like your upbringing or like because you've seen other relationships plus i mean you know don't get me wrong i think Asian parents mean well, but at the same time, I don't think they realize how, like, detrimental it is to tell your kids, like, not to date or not. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, try not to encourage your kids to date, like, at 12 years old. But you shouldn't stop them from, like, dating or get to know somebody or to go out there and um, meet somebody just because you want them to focus. You know what I mean? Like, I know, I know, like, in the future, like, whenever I have kids, that's something I definitely want to change and not have that mindset is you know the whole like like again if it's 12 years old okay like yeah there will be some lines drawn but if they're already in high school and they meet someone and it's one of those look as long as you can keep your grades up and your activities going and stuff like that and not and learn how to prioritize because i think that's also the other big important thing is that they should learn how to prioritize their life because later when they get out into the real world they're going to have to balance their work life along with their relation alongside with their relationship and other activities that they decide to keep going with you know yeah so. no and i agree with you but it's like but relationship but but okay so that was the arranged story and it's like i remember i told you about this because i don't remember i don't think i was living with you at the time but we were friends at that time but yeah, yeah. But relationship-wise, I really haven't had a solid relationship just because, for some reason, I attract assholes. I don't know why I'm attracted to assholes. It is a type. It's like, okay, like, currently right now we're watching Lucifer. And my favorite uh-huh. character on Lucifer right now, her name is Ella. She's the forensics uh, team member. I fucking love her. She's amazing. I love her so much. She's my favorite character right now. And, um, you know, she's like this, you know, she's this cute, peppy girl. You know, she comes from, like a bad background but turned out for the better working for the police and everything now but she's always still attracted to the bad boy type so it's kind of like that you know where you might 
not like have a type or you not be, be serious in dating, but then, you know, you tend to attract or bring out some, you know, for some reason that you always bring out like the weird guys or the bad guys or, you know, the assholes of the world kind of thing. Uh, I guess it's like, I'm not saying you're a magnet for it, but in a way that you're kind of weeding them out. Because if they can't handle you for who you are, then they're not worth it. Yeah. To be fair, it's always the assholes and the drug addicts. Or oh, alcohol addicts. Those are, I don't know for That's some That's because you drink them under the table, girl. <laughs> okay. First off, I don't drink as much as I used to. I would like to put it out there. I control myself. It's just today there was a birthday she, party. That's the reason why I was drinking. She can drink I me like. under the table, but that's also because I'm a lightweight. You are a I lightweight. I out by like half a beer. All it takes that's you, how bad it, it is. One shot. <laughs> that's and how you're bad it red. is. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. the Asian flush so bad. But that's yeah, but- not saying that you should change your habits. I'm just saying that because you have the ability to drink them under the table, you will attract them because they probably think like, hey, I got a drinking buddy now. And then before they know it, they're already passed out on the ground. What just happened? <laughs> and then they no, yell at no. you for out drinking them. And you're just like, well, you're just but, a little bitch. We're not dating anymore. <laughs> but that's the problem. We're just like, that's the type of guys I attra- that I'm attracted to. And that also, for some reason, I attract to. I gave up on actually trying to figure it out because I just, I just I came to terms with everything at this point now. But it was funny because... It wasn't a long, I don't even know if this counts for a relationship because it didn't even last a week. But we've been, um, there's this one guy that I was talking, I use a dating app, met him. We started dating for not even, I want to say it wasn't even like four days. And like, you know how early on you're pretty reserved and you're keeping, you're pretty much observing everything and you're watching what's going on. So you notice like all the red flags that's going on. And I noticed it's just like one of the sneaky things. And this is for everyone out there, too, is like if your guy, if you're like just hanging out and you notice that this guy in like the first couple of dates, he didn't really bring his phone to the bathroom with him. And all of a sudden, on like the third date, he brought his phone with him and he was on it all the time with you around there's something going on. It ain't work. I can guarantee you that. Well, I remember, I think this, I'm pretty positive was the third day. And I called him out on it. And he came clean, which I appreciate it. And he told me, I was like, well, I was talking to you and this other girl. And of course, I got you and I'm happy about it. But I want to see if there's something between me and this chick this other chick and i was just like oh that's i so many flags yeah i let it sink in and i was just like i try not to be mad because i'm more of like okay that's fine it's like to be fair i was talking to a couple guys too but you were um one of the first ones to actually ask to hang out in person and stuff like that so that's why i was leaning towards you and stuff like that i was like okay so I, I laid it flat out and I was just like, well, if you want to go meet this girl, go ahead and meet her. But don't expect me to be here waiting for you when you're going out and getting to know this other chick better and probably screwing her. Like, don't expect me to wait for that. Like, I'm not that type to do that to you. And if you think that you can do it to me, then... You have my consent. I'm okay with breaking it off. 
and it was it was really early on too like i said it was like the third date and i was just like third date third day into the relationship and i was just like it's your call and he decided to go and then i think him and that chick actually dated for a year and he hit me up after they broke up and i told him lord nope. that's ballsy what the heck i know uh i was like i'm sorry nope yeah not that, in it see that reminds me that's like the weird thing i don't know what it is about guys doing this where they're like oh i want to go out and like see what's out there but then they don't realize that sometimes the best things already come through to you the best things already happen sometimes and then they miss their chance or they miss their opportunity and uh, a good example of this actually i will always tell this story mainly like if you're getting out of the bad relationship here is a a savage story this one actually belongs to my mom this is back when she was dating one of her pre previous boyfriends i believe it was in college and what happened was she's dating this guy obviously he they, while they were dating he was flirting and hanging out with other girls so she decided to break it off with him plus on top of that he was like a mama's boy and his mom didn't really like her so they broke oh, stay off. away from mama's boy always right. stay away from mama's boy because right. you ain't gonna be the number one woman in their heart exactly and that's exactly what happened with this guy so they broke it off however you know a few months down the line this guy comes back strolling up into my mom's door and like knocking on the door begging to get back together saying that they should have a second chance all that stuff right so my mom stands out there and looks at him and says, you know, you no, know, we already ended our relationship. We're not going back. You know, you never treated me right. So I'm not going back. And he says, well, is there anything that I can do? Is there anything that I can do to get us back together? Because I want to be with you. And she said, you want to be with me? Okay. She goes inside. She grabs a cup and fills it with water, comes back out to the front yard where he's standing. She says, you see this cup with full of water? He said, yeah. She dumps it out in the yard and says, if you can collect all the water that I just poured out and put it in back in this cup, every single drop, and put it back in this cup, we can go back, uh, we can go back and uh, start dating again. He says, that's impossible. She said, so was our relationship. Savage. And then she just closed the door. Savage. Best, like, savage moment ever. So I'm just saying, for all of the ladies out there who are, you know, double thinking about going back with that guy, but knowing that he's going to give you heartbreak, remember that if he can't do the impossible for you, then he's not the one. <laughs> no, so, oh my gosh. That... that I love your mom, <laughs> but I love her even more now. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Nah, she is, she was a boss lady. And when it comes to relationships, she always was able to put her foot down. Uh, about what she wants and stuff like that my dad on the other hand like he kind of gets away with things because she's like oh all right you're lucky you're married to me or else you wouldn't be able to do all this stuff so <laughs> i have so, so, so much funny. respect to you for your mom right now <laughs> dude you have no freaking idea that's amazing all right guys thank you so much for coming out and listening to us here at aya podcast stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about uh, school experiences, whether it be elementary, middle, high school, or college experiences that we've been through. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.